Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married for 21 years and have seen the fruit from raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from their faith by age 18. And it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in the following world. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Hey, guys. So glad you're here. Mm -hmm. Today, we're talking about important considerations on companies you associate with. Kind of a weird topic for Courageous (laughs) Parenting Podcast. Um, But in all seriousness, you guys, we oftentimes like to bring in something that is relevant that maybe we are potentially um, wrestling through and having discussions on, Isaac and I, um, or stuff that we are talking to our kids about, and they're like, hey, this would be a good podcast title. Um, But also, you you guys have reached out because the world's been crazy lately. It has. In fact, there's you know people that need to do entrepreneurial things because they've mm-hmm. lost their job, maybe because they won't get the vax, or they're in different parts of the country where the economy is changing and all kinds of things happening yeah. as rapid change is happening. So a lot of people have been reaching out to us asking for um, ideas on like how they could be starting up another business on the side or what they should do to help with bringing in income and things like that. And so this podcast will be relevant to them, but also it's relevant if you're a parent because the reality is our world has changed and working for an employer we have seen people struggle with having to quit jobs because of things like the jab or whatever um political or spiritual beliefs are just not they're not willing to compromise on certain things or whatever to where people find themselves in a precarious situation where they're like okay i need to do a transition now and so um, our kids are probably going to to deal with that at some point in their life. And we want to, as parents, model what it looks like as well as we can from a biblical perspective as best as we can um, and, and in a way where they're going to look at the fruit in our life and they're going to come back and go, hey, mom and dad, what do you think about this? This If I did this partnership mm. or I got this job offer? I mean, I was just having that conversation this week with one of our kids. So um, it's an important topic for many reasons. It really is. And so we're going to dive in in a second, but thanks for being part of the 1 million Mm -hmm. legacies movement. Uh, The podcast is approaching 2 million downloads. That is incredible. God Mm -hmm. is using it in so many ways. And I think this 178 episodes now. So amazing. So anyways, we're so glad you're here. And every time you share, we know you're holding your hand up and saying, Hey, I'm part of the million legacies Mm -hmm. movement. And obviously you can go to courageousparenting.com for all the show notes and free resources. Also the courses we sell and so forth. So uh, Mm -hmm. you guys are all a blessing. So let's dive in. So we kind of have like a little agenda. There's like four main points that we just want to cover with you guys that have been off the top of our head, some of the biggest um, conversation starters, if you will. And the first one is difference between buying and endorsing. So remember, we're talking about the important considerations on companies you associate with. And so there's two main ways that you associate with companies. That's buying and endorsing. Um, and then the next point would be partner partnering considerations. The, the third point is, um, you know, what 
what different situations come up and how to handle those situations like from a biblical perspective and then what happens when there's like fallout. And so we're going to kind of cover those four things as best as we can, as quick as we can, and I hope it's a blessing. So we'll dive in. And there's actually a third one too is when you're working for a company, right? So the difference between buying, working for a company, and endorsing a company. Mm-hmm. So endorsing meaning you're more of an independent True. contractor and you're promoting the products and building a business and those kinds of things. And then there's times where we're just going to Target and buying a product. And then there's times where we're actually working as an employee for uh, a product. So those are right. different ways to associate. And so I think though we should really, as you said, right on, buying and endorsing is what we want to focus mm-hmm. on here. And there really is a difference, meaning that we should all, I, I think, care where our money goes. Our money uh, is a vote for, you know, mm-hmm. believing in a company and so forth. But let's face it, it's really hard to do that. What do you, you know, I don't believe in a decision Target made, so I'm not going to shop at Target anymore. That becomes very difficult, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, we've tried that before. Like, there were multiple times that I remember where we kind of boycotted different companies um, for a season. I say for a season because it was so difficult. Like, I even remember we boycotted Costco for like a year and a half, right? Yeah. And that was kind of a big deal because we're a big family. We're not maskers. <laughs> we just wouldn't wear masks. And we didn't want our kids to. And so it just became difficult to buy in bulk. Um, we found a solution for that, of course. But that's not what this is about. The whole point is that, like, you actually do have a vote with your money. And so we have to take that as definitely like that's our responsibility but at the same time guys when we're talking about this stuff like this is not salvation stuff these are like the disputable issues that are open-handed that have nothing to do with salvation where one person can have a deep conviction on it and another person maybe doesn't which i would just encourage you to go and read romans 14 but if you're in a place where you're like okay, I'm having a hard time because I'm kind of convicted. I don't like what Starbucks stands for, for example. I agree with you, but I still go there sometimes. I try not to, but sometimes I do. And it's just, you know, it's hard to be perfect in only supporting with your money. And that's the thing is like that as Christians. So you guys like, obviously this is a Christian online parenting program. Like this is an important conversation that you and your spouse need to have because sometimes in your good heart intentions of trying to vote with your money and be responsible and like support good low, like local even how many people that is their bandwagon where they're like, I'm only buying local. And they're like, I'll say maybe a little legalistic in that. And then if they don't buy local once, it's like, I can't believe I didn't buy local when I could have, right? What does that teach your kids? Like, that's my point, though, is that um, there are things that are good convictions that we should try to do, but we cannot make those things our idol, and we cannot impress them upon our kids in a way that is legalistic. We have to be very careful because kids are so impressionable. So as we're, like, purchasing on purpose and we're teaching our kids, oh, no, you know, I really don't want to buy from that company because I don't want to support it they're like oh okay and like they run with it right like they take that and they're like sticking a flag in the (laughs) ground more so where i'm like um actually pull that flag out because you know we don't really have to be quite like that and so this is an important conversation but there's a difference though we believe as we wrestle with this and wrestle with this in our own situations when you endorse a product let me give you an example we are excited about having courageous coffee Oh, yeah. So we need a coffee, coffee bean cook. company that we can buy in bulk and then package it as mm-hmm. courageous coffee. And it's got to be amazing, like really good beans. And we have to have a good price so that the ministry does 
get some margin on it. And ideally, it would support a good cause. I think that would be if it had a great story or it was, it was paying really good wages or supported some community somewhere in the world, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But that would be, we would be very careful which coffee bean company we supported because the story or behind it, with, really. yeah, 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 because the story behind it would be very important. Mm-hmm. If they were doing something that went against our biblical beliefs or against the brand of the ministry, mm-hmm. we wouldn't want to use it. Yeah. So, like for example, coffee beans are oftentimes harvested in um, third world countries or in countries where there's a lot more poverty. So, if the particular bean company was not treating their workers like above well like they need to go above and beyond for us to be satisfied to even partner with them right and so that's the kind of thing that i isaac and i are trying to get the point across this is just an example like is one we're dealing with right now we are looking for a coffee bean company yeah and you know, so if you know anybody who has a good <laughs> coffee bean corporation, uh, wasn't trying <laughs> to do that, but yeah, that's cool. That would we be. already have the label. <laughs> we do anyway. courageous coffee. Yes. Okay. So, anyways, endorsing is a different thing, and here's mm-hmm. a consideration. Here's what we teach our kids, and things we wrestle through is: is this something I can stand behind? See, buying something, I don't always have to stand behind everything I buy. But if I'm endorsing something, now mm-hmm. you're putting your reputation and your personal brand, which everybody has we'll talk about in a little bit uh on the line okay mm-hmm. so it's really important to stand by and i think a good question we should ask ourselves when we ask ourselves yep is does it what the company does the company itself go against our values or our beliefs like our personal values and beliefs they don't which, have to be have the same values no and beliefs but do they go against, against them it. that's like the key. in an attacking kind of way or an offensive kind of way um, and so as Christians, if there was something that was taught that was blasphemous or was anti-Bible, that would be offensive to our personal beliefs. Now, as we're saying this, you should be thinking in your head, does the company I'm partnering with offend my beliefs? Your beliefs on certain things may be totally different than what ours are. Yeah. And that's okay and we just want to make sure that you guys are understanding like this is not a prescriptive thing but this is a conversation we have that is a healthy conversation for you and your spouse to have and you guys should be in alignment too like if there was another point that i'd slip in there it would be like make sure make sure that you and your spouse are in alignment before you step into doing big purchases with the company or endorsing other companies and so if if so the next thing is partnering considerations so what mm-hmm. do we think about what do you wrestle us and one thing that's i've seen go both ways is some people look at it this way whereas well i have my own brand okay my values what i stand for how mm-hmm. people view us as a married couple and so forth um and it doesn't matter with the company I'm working with, if I'm selling their products or there's business opportunity or something mm-hmm. like that, it doesn't matter what the company is putting forth, projecting out there in the world, because mm-hmm. I can control my own brand. And what I would say, I have a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, with a company a long time ago where um, mm-hmm. you know I had to go through these things, and I and I think that it's not true. It's not true that you can contain your own brand and it will never be tarnished by the company if they're doing something proactively that goes against what your brand stands for. Now, what is your brand as a believer? Your brand is Christ. 
mm-hmm. we are believers in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and that is the most important thing that we mm-hmm. are branding well so that we have a good witness, so that we're glorifying the Father with our lives and there mm-hmm. aren't things that are tarnishing yes. that witness. So that is something to consider, something we take very seriously when we think about and, and as we're working with or associating with companies. As a believer, the company that you are working with or associating with or any, whatever it is, your association, it doesn't need to be for God, meaning it doesn't need to be proclaiming a Christian view. It doesn't need to be a Christian company. But Although, can I just interject for yeah. a second? Because I know that some people listening who desire that, right? That, that's a good and, desire. And they can desire that. It's not a bad thing. He's just saying you don't have to. As a Christian, you don't have to work for a Christian company. Absolutely. And yeah. you can have a wonderful opportunity in a company, building mm-hmm. your own business as a partner with a company, um, brand partner or whatever you want to call it. And it can be beautiful, even though they're not Christian mm-hmm. or even promoting anything faith-based. Yeah. However, on the flip side, if the company is influencing against biblical truth, mm-hmm. that's not okay. So, I mean, there's an element where some people, let's just, I'll bring up this uh, just for discussion's sake, where people will say, well, I'm going to be a missionary in that environment, right? Now, there, this is where, this is why what we're talking about is not prescriptive, okay? And so, again, we, you, you can hear this over and over again. You have to make a decision for yourself alone with the Lord and your spouse if you're married. Um, because it's kind of like when we did our podcast on why we strategically <laughs> relocated, which is probably one of our most popular podcasts. Many of you guys don't maybe don't know, but we used to live in Oregon and a year and a half ago, we moved to a different state and we did a podcast on why we are strategically relocating. And it was because so many people were feeling the urge to relocate. Mm-hmm. There's been a mass migration all over the world and all over the country. Mm-hmm. And so, but this is the thing, like looking back and, and we told people in our church and dear close friends of ours, listen, like people would say, oh, I want to come with you. And we were <laughs> like, that's awesome. We would love you, you to Absolutely. be there because we're going to miss you. But hold the horses for a second. Let's make sure you what need God to wants. pray and ask if that's God's will for your family. Because you have to figure that out on your own. And that was what we told people. That is what we wholeheartedly believe. Um, And it's the exact same thing when it comes to what we're talking about with deciding if you're going to stay with a certain company or partner with someone or start something new with a friend or like Mm -hmm. you, you have to make the decision for yourself. But you just have to realize that it is going to be difficult if there is an uh, opposite view of biblical truth being yep. purposely propagated because you can't insulate what you're building when you're partnering with another company completely. And so completely. that's just, it's something yep. to just be considering. These mm-hmm. are things we're thinking about mm-hmm. ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, my opinion is mm-hmm. what I was really saying is if there, if, if a company is influencing against biblical truth, then mm-hmm. that's not okay for our family. Like if there's something that's anti-Christ and you're a Christian, of course you're going to want to protect the people that have decided to run that race with you from 
the negativity the the from the um, anti-christ or the blasphemous teachings right so here's some uh, things we have thought about in handling certain situations so one of those situations is what do you do when you make a decision to partner with a company and then the company changes you, you or something is revealed where it's more clear uh, on their stance on something that appears to really conflict with your values or beliefs. And that impedes upon you being able to have freedom of expression in building something with your values or beliefs. And I think there's some friction there that needs to be considered. And here's how we have approached this. This isn't prescriptive for you necessarily, but we do get questions on these things. So here's how we have approached this. The first thing is to pray. Mm-hmm. If we just go yeah. off on our own wisdom and our own understanding, sometimes our own emotions are too involved mm-hmm. and we make rash too quick of decisions. Yeah. So we've kind of learned over the years that it's really important to pause and reflect and think and and even ask other people to fast with you and for wise counsel. I mean, all of that is a process, right? That yeah. takes some time. It takes time to like meet with the person that you're getting wise counsel from and then be considering it again and thinking mm-hmm. about it but this is the thing like there's no timeline like you don't have to feel rushed i have a scripture verse here in james that should be encouraging to you it's, it's james 1 5 it says if any of you lacks wisdom mm-hmm. let him ask god who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him mm-hmm. but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. So, you know, guys, if you're in a predicament right now where you're like, I just don't know what to do, ask God. Like Isaac was yeah. saying, that's the first most important thing. Absolutely. And so praying is the first step. And then this next one might challenge some people. Mm-hmm. Others, it won't because you're doing that. You're taking action. But no matter what your title is, mm-hmm. what your relationship level is, or where you're at in an organization, you have influence. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't believe they do. I always believe I have influence, not because I'm anything. In fact, I was just going up snowboarding with the kids yesterday, and I was talking in the car about this. And uh, I was sharing Mm -hmm. how, kids, I believe I can make a difference, not because of my strength, not because of who I am, not because of what I think I've built. (laughs) It's because I believe God is all powerful Mm -hmm. and I know he hears me and I know he works through me when he wants to. Mm -hmm. He doesn't always when I want him to, Mm -hmm. but I know he can and I know he wants good things to happen. And so I believe in the power of God. And so I believe, I believe in taking bold actions regardless of where my stature is at in an organization or where I'm at in a state or anything because I believe God can use me with his strength, his supernatural strength to do bigger things Mm -hmm. and to make a bigger impact. And my encouragement to you is I hope you believe that in Mm -hmm. your life so that you can take actions uh, boldly and your kids witness that. And regardless of whether your actions work out, at least you're not living with a regret. You tried to Mm -hmm. influence. So I, so, so mm-hmm. we tend to not just stop doing something or stop being involved in a group over here or something like that. We tend to try and influence it first mm-hmm. to see if we can be a good seed, if, if see we if can, we can be, an be influence. effective at all for God's kingdom. And, you know, it's, 
one of the things that comes up for me is that I struggle with people pleasing on a lot of levels, um, less now than I used to. And I'm just bringing that up because I know that we have a lot of, um, younger families that love to listen to the podcast. And if that's you, I would just encourage you like Paul encouraged Timothy to, to not let your age or your lack of experience, maybe in many businesses or whatever, don't listen to the enemy's lies regarding your inability because yeah. God uses truckers. Doesn't truckers. he? He uses truckers. I he uses, love what's happening I know, right now. I love it. I love it so much. Um, and you guys, like he uses moms, like so for so many I don't even know. So many years I felt like mm-hmm. as a stay-at-home mom, there wasn't a lot of respect in the in the society for women who chose mm. to be at home with their moms. But you are making massive impact. I know you know that. Huge I know impact. you hear that. But like sometimes when we don't when we start to believe those lies that society tells us about being a stay-at-home mom, then we allow that lie to be part of our identity and it stops us from taking action. When God has placed us in a specific position or a specific place or partnership or company for his glory, like wherever we are, we need to be all there. I think Jim Elliott said that. I've used that with my kids so many times. Yeah, And I just... I am encouraged by the next scripture that we have for you guys, which is 2 Timothy 1, 7, which says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Amen. And so we have to believe we can influence to create change. We have to take action. Well, what action can I take, Isaac? Well, you could write a letter. You could send an email. You could ask somebody to help you get it to uh, people of influence. You can at least give it an effort. And with belief, with faith, and ask God to give you wisdom and what to say. Oh, what would I say? I don't know. You know how many times I have sat down in front of my computer and I'm like, I have no idea what I would put into words to help this situation. And then you and I sit there and I pray (laughs) and then I just start typing and it happens. It's or really interesting. Can I even say, I'm just going to be transparent. Some of our best podcasts, you guys, have been the podcast where Isaac and I are like, whew, we got out of the house. And we look at <laughs> each other, we're like, what do we want to talk about? And then God does something. And we walk out and we're like, that was the best ever. Like, that was so encouraging to us. And well, yeah. Like, So I just share that with you guys so that you see, like, that is what God can do in you and through you. And that is that should be such an encouragement to you right now. So, so in this situation where if a company, you know, changes direction, they're proactively going against your beliefs and influencing in that direction, it mm-hmm. seems like that's a consistent and ongoing problem, then you need to pray. Then you need to influence in some way with belief, asking God to incl- uh, to, to help you in that. And then I think there's another thing that's important is we need to remove our own self-preservation. We have to realize that sometimes we don't have the level of clarity we should because we don't want to lose something. And the Mm -hmm. fear of losing something uh, actually hurts the impact of your effort. And it doesn't give you probably the very best action you could take Mm -hmm. that might actually create the change that you really need to be able to give your best Mm -hmm. contribution and keep contributing in that company or in that partnership or whatever you're doing. And so you really have to think about that. Um, And this is one reason why wise counsel is so important too, because 
in and of it ourselves, I think sometimes in our humanity, it's really difficult for us to take those rose tinted glasses off or to become objective in and of our own self. We need to have wise counsel so that we are told the things that maybe we don't want to say to ourselves or see for real, right? And so objectivity oftentimes can equal clarity. Actually, every Mm -hmm. time, I would say every time, I can't even think of a time where if you're objective about something, it can bring clarity. Um, And being objective, like the best place to be is in the word of God, because this is where we're humbled. This is where we're reminded of who we are and who God is. And that brings clarity. It brings clarity of mission. It brings clarity of path. It brings clarity of what we're really called to. It brings clarity of perspective, which helps us to not get all muddled up in the how to's, Mm -hmm. but to remember like, God really cares about our heart intentions above all else. And to not care so much about other people. Like literally all of the problems that we as humans struggle with, they can fall off of us. Like, like literally off and we can be walking in the freedom of Christ. Um, There's another scripture that we wanted to share with you guys. It's in Ephesians chapter five, verses eight through 10. It says, for at one time you were in darkness, but now you are in the light of the Lord. Isn't that awesome that we're in the light of the Lord? Walk as children of the light for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true and try to discern what is pleasing to the Mm -hmm. Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them, for it Mm -hmm. is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. So this is a really important thing for a couple reasons. One, it's literally God is commanding us to discern. Mm -hmm. He's literally saying, hey, guys, don't just like go along. You've got to discern because he may have a path for you that is an exciting adventure that maybe has some twists and turns, kind of like Pilgrim's Progress. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've walked that so many times. Um, but but you guys, in all seriousness, it's such a beautiful picture of what it means to really walk with the Lord. And, and also, I, I look at this, and not only is it to discern darkness, but mm-hmm. um, discerning needs to take place with getting counsel sometimes. Yeah. So we need to just be humble enough to ask for help and to ask for for people to speak into our life mm-hmm. um, and and ask for accountability also. Can I say something yeah. like, um, we've talked uh, many times about um, just really making sure that we're walking right in what we're sharing as far as like what's prescriptive, what's descriptive. We try to be really careful about that. And um, in conversations like this, we get a lot of people who message us and are like, here's my situation, tell me what to do. <laughs> and I just wanna encourage you guys like, you you have the ability to go to God yourself. You have the ability to go to the word yourself. You have probably a pastor in your life that you have parents, you have probably, hopefully you have older mentors maybe that you can reach out to. Um, but that really is something that you need to like seek wisdom from people that are in your real life as much as you possibly can, mm-hmm. um, as well as seeking God. And I, I really would say that this has been the biggest game changer for us over the Mm -hmm. years is taking a pause and taking that time. Absolutely. And so um, to handle situation, first thing is pray. This is what Mm -hmm. we're doing right now Mm -hmm. uh, in a situation, actually. So we're reflective of it and we're sharing it with you Mm -hmm. is praying, then trying to influence change, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that we can be our best contribution so we can actually be effective and still believe that we can um, move Mm -hmm. forward powerfully and productively and then remove subjectivity. So being willing to 
not participate anymore, mm -hmm. even if that means great cost financially, mm -hmm. uh, great cost in terms of how much time and effort it took to do whatever you've already done, mm -hmm. and those kinds of things, because then we can see clearly. So an objective view. And then the final thing is we need to see if there's change. Mm -hmm. Were you able to influence change? And did that change happen to a level to where you can trust it Mm -hmm. to where you can continue moving forward. Mm -hmm. And this is the hard part. And this is where you need to pray again and you need to get wise counsel and you think about this and go, is this something I need to move forward in mm -hmm. or move away from? Mm -hmm. And for us, for me, a lot of times it's if, if I can't influence change and this is a big enough deal, mm -hmm. then perhaps we need to move on. And that's happened to us before. And mm -hmm. you know what? It's because we want to obey God and we don't want to do anything that would hurt our witness for Christ. And companies we associate with don't have to be Christian. They don't have to be promoting faith-based mm -hmm. things, but it is important to consider if a company's doing something yeah. that's against biblical truth. And I can even think of a time too, since we're just talking about past experience, like I can even think of a time too where like um, we were in association with another company and there was a need for progress and for tools and to actually make things go yeah. well. And you were able to actually make change in that regard. And so we stayed like there That's were true. times. So like you have to discern and walk and, um, walk this out. This is a process. It's called life. Yeah. And, um, I also want to just warn people too, that there is an element of, um, objectivity that people don't necessarily think of when we're talking about objectivity you might be kind of confused if you haven't really thought about that word um objective wise counsel is people who are far removed from the situation hmm. and and that's really the only way that you can get objective wise counsel unless that the other people you're getting counsel from they maybe are in the situation but they're able to also have eyes that remove themselves from the situation as well mm -hmm. and that's something you have to discern and the reason why i say that is because sometimes people will share their advice that's going to justify what they themselves are going to do so when you're in a predicament mm -hmm. in a situation with um a company or friendships or even churches we've when we've been deciding to like leave a church or not like um, going to people within the church, asking them what they thought would have been a bad idea. Because of course, nobody would have wanted to see us leave, right? It was the same thing like with moving and things like that. You have to get objective counsel from people that are going to be unaffected by whatever your decision is. Yeah. And so that's when you get the most pure, most wise counsel. I would say that's the true when you're considering joining something. Is yes. If you only talk to the people that are trying to help recruit you and think it's the greatest thing in the world. That's dangerous. That's, <laughs> you need to also talk to other people who have been there before yes. or whatever. And you don't just believe any certain thing. You mm -hmm. take all the data points and you consider and you pray and you mm -hmm. make sure because you don't want to build something somewhere. And then if there's a chance, a high likelihood because of some red flags, maybe uh, mm -hmm. if you do your due diligence that you might have to exit mm -hmm. later. And so that's yeah. important to think about. And Joshua 1, 9, I think is really relevant. We love this verse. Mm -hmm. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. 
Mm-hmm. So we love that uh, verse, and it's so important. It takes courage. Sometimes people are resistant to change. Mm-hmm. It takes courage to change, especially if you worked hard for something. Yeah. But most importantly, who are we working for? We're working for an incredible God that loves us, mm-hmm. and we need to make sure that we're honoring God in all of our decisions and everything we do. And you know what? Everybody's situations are unique, and you have your own personal relationship with God, and you have to make your own mm-hmm. wise decisions. But you know what? Here's something that happens. There are costs. When you make a bold decision because you feel like you need to, Mm -hmm. to honor God, there's sometimes going to be fallout. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's relational fallout. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's financial fallout. And sometimes you get even labeled or bullied in a Mm -hmm. way behind your back with gossip and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And that's tragic. It's unfortunate. And, but, but we it does never shine the real colors of the, whoever you are associated with, you, though. And, and you yeah. never want to not make a right decision mm-hmm. because of fear of, of those things. Those things. Yeah. It's really important that you hold your integrity regardless of what other people say about you. You know, before we wrap up, you just made me think of something. It's called manipulation. And and what you were talking about regarding having fear, making decisions based upon the fear of somebody not wanting to be friends with you anymore or making people upset because you're no longer um, helping them to make money or whatever it is. Or what if there's a history of um, a bad reputation of people in the company potentially excommunicating you if you leave right <laughs> yeah. like um and and that's actually that certainly it, happened it, it to even, me once and and guys i hate to bring it up but this even happens in churches like we've had so many people reach out to us because they're like i can't go to my church anymore because they're still not meeting and how do you find a good church and like the mm. just even bringing their concerns to the pastor about like not advocating for the jab or whatever it is like it's crazy how much division has caused people to feel excommunicated from their churches and there's been bad ill will there's been gossip there's been all kinds of things right and so this is not something that that is okay biblically like there should be no form of manipulation there should be no like hey you have to do what i'm doing for me to feel good about what i'm doing no if you're called to do what you're called to do do it and that's it yeah regardless either way and, right? and let's not start giving labels to people like yeah. you're legalistic because you want to obey God and you feel like the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit's prompting you to do something. And just because someone else doesn't want to do that, mm-hmm. it doesn't make the other person legalistic because they feel like they're following the Lord. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what we've been talking about is, you, you can know, follow the Lord both ways. You can follow the Lord both <laughs> ways. But is it really, from what we're talking about, is it legalistic uh, if... Uh, a company is not honoring God, going against what God says, biblical truth, mm-hmm. and therefore, and resistant to change, if that were the case. Actually, I looked up the definition of legalism. This is just kind of funny side yeah. note. And it said extreme adherence to moral law or theology, extreme adherence to. And it just like, it made me kind of laugh because like, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, like we need to be careful as parents what we're doing yeah. because we don't want our kids to be taught legalism. What we do want our kids to see Amen. is humility, um, taking things seriously, caring enough to take them to the Lord, being willing to lose everything for mm-hmm. the for what for God, if that's what he calls you to, right? Like we want to see, like we want our kids to see us just sold out for Jesus. That's it. Like that should be our main priority. But don't be afraid of someone calling you legalistic if 
there is a company that is going against God mm-hmm. consistently. Or a church. Or a church or anything <laughs> like that. If you are and trying to stick to the Bible. You tried to create change. You gave a solution and it, it was resistant and you decided to leave. That would not be legalistic. That would be actually standing up and being a missionary where you're at actually is like trying to make change where you're at and then having to reevaluate again. Again, everybody has unique situations and so forth. We've been getting lots of questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't have time to get back to everybody individually. I wish we do. We still Mm -hmm. do try to actually, but we thought we would do a podcast episode because of all the things going on in the world Mm -hmm. right now and different companies and so forth. We thought this would be edifying, helpful, Mm -hmm. and to explore our process that we are going through and that we Mm -hmm. think about, which may not be prescriptive for your process. Right. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. For more resources, go to Courageous Parenting and CourageousMom.com for free online workshops, blog posts, and best-selling courses. Also, we wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, we release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. This is an incredible self-paced program where we cover everything from obedience training to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's a supportive community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentor program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.